We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live once again. It is the Wednesday edition, the Christmas Eve Eve edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast. My name is Rob Dosser. As you can see right there next to me is my lovely, lovely Cal fan co-host, the one and only Jeff Goodman, who is on an epic heater right now. Jeff, I don't even know if I want to give picks today. I honestly don't. No, you, you really just, shouldn't. You should just honestly, whatever I say. Yeah, you, you're on an unbelievable heater. I, I don't. I I can't I don't I have no idea where, where are you like eleven and one the last two days. Uh, I, I don't know what it is, but six and zero yesterday, um, and, and just like getting some luck, make some easy ones, right? I mean, San Diego State, like I didn't have to worry about that for a second. <laughs> um, you know, Abilene, my boy Joe Golding, barely I got the line at fourteen, uh, so I actually covered. A lot of people did not. Uh, so I got some luck on that one, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's been crazy. I mean, it's been crazy lately. Uh, I, I wish I was, uh, like I told you yesterday, I wish I was betting like, you know, 10 grand a game. I, I'd be, uh, I'd have another house right now, which would be nice. <laughs> yeah, you, you because I, I had to finish shoveling for my dog this morning and, uh, it's, it's ice by now and, uh, it, it, it sucks. If you were betting ten grand a game, you would have had a down payment on a million dollar home yesterday. I know. I would have won a down payment on a million. Yeah, it would have been nice. It would have been nice, but you know, <laughs> instead, uh, I, I think I can get some lunch today. That's yeah. It's instead you covered your cable bill for the next two months. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> My cable bill is pretty damn high. All right, we we uh we got a hard out today, um, so it's going to be relatively quick. But I do want to touch on Kansas, West Virginia, and North Carolina, North Carolina State. Um, real quick before we we jump into tonight's slate, um, my take on on Kansas and West Virginia is we finally saw what Kansas can be in a best case scenario, right? The whole idea of them uh, being a top ten team this season was that you have these these four switchable parts in Jalen Wilson, Oshaya Baji, um, Christian Brown, Marcus Garrett, and then to a point like Ty and Grant Foster, Bryce Thompson, some of the guys on yeah, the pieces. Yeah. And you have all of those guys that can surround David McCormick, who basically just needs to be big. And you have four guys that are switchable defensively, that can make threes, that are playmakers, that can do different things off the bounce, a whole bunch of versatility. And we hadn't really seen them hit that ceiling. We've seen flashes of it, but last night we finally saw it. So my question to you, Jeff, were you more impressed with 
Kansas actually being able to make shots? Or were you like, what the hell is West Virginia doing? Like, why are you playing a 2-3 zone and not leaving the paint when Kansas had 16 threes on the night? I was more impressed with Kansas. I was. I mean, I kind of think West Virginia is what they are, right? Which is like a top, somewhere in that top 10 to 25 range. They're good enough to beat some teams because of their their size. And, and, and sometimes the guards are making some shots. McNeil was certainly mm-hmm. making them early, keeping them in the game. Uh, Kansas, to me, impressed me. They impressed me because they were clicking on all cylinders. Every guy there. Their top five guys. Christian Brown's been terrific. He really has. Um, Jalen Wilson's been, for the most part, terrific. Marcus Garrett made shots last night, Rob. Mm-hmm. And, like, if Marcus Garrett's making shots – God damn, like, yeah, they've got a chance to be really good. Um, again, I get shit from Kansas fans every day now. Every day they win. Oh, you idiot. You said they weren't as talented. They're not talented. I'm like, no, no, I never said they're not talented. I said they don't have an elite-level talent like they used to have, a la Joel Embiid or the Morris Twins or Brandon Rush or some of the – you can go on and on and on, right? They, they really haven't had that – and a, a lot of it is because of the NCAA investigation – that doesn't mean they can't be good. Look at North Carolina, right? North Carolina benefited in a way because they couldn't get those elite guys. They had older teams. And, oh, by the way, um, they, they, they did pretty well, right? They did pretty well. They won a national title because of it. Um, so I, I think, again, to me, this Kansas team, if, if they've got – they better make shots. They better make shots if they're playing small. And they've got three guys that can really do it consistently, which is uh, Will, Wilson, Agbaji, and and uh, um, uh, and uh, as it's Christian Brown. Those three, if they make shots, they got a chance. And and that guy is one hell of a coach. People can say what they want, but uh, Bill Self is one of the best coaches in the country, and it's not even up for debate. Yeah, I, I mean, I mostly agree with everything that you just said right there. Um, the one thing that I will say though is. I, I do think a lot of what happened yesterday had to do with the fact that that West Virginia, for some reason, decided that they were going to make Kansas prove that they can make shots. They sure. entered that game shooting thirty seven percent from three, and that was like top sixty in the country. I, I don't, I don't understand that strategy from Hugs. Um, I do think that I, I still stand by the what I said before the game, and that the the best way for West Virginia to kind of play Kansas is to match up with them, use their. Um, they're mobile bigs to try to, to to take away some of that mismatch on the perimeter. But, I mean, Hugs did what he did, and Kansas made the shots that they made. So, um, all right, North Carolina, North Carolina State. Uh, I mean, shout out to NC State, man. That was um, an impressive performance. I, I thought that they were going to give it away. You know, it, it feels like every year uh, what NC State does is they kind of get this big first-half lead against the Tar Heels yeah. and they give it all away and lose. Uh, but, you know, Scott Wood was able to celebrate last night on the One Man Wolfpack podcast. Uh, he had a, a, I think he had a celebratory Keystone Light on the stream, which is nice. like, Scott. You played, you played professional ball everywhere. I know that you got a job right now. Like you can afford something better than the Keystone Light, man. You ain't in college anymore. So, um, give me the breakdown of Scott Wood's beverage of choice and NC State's win over North Carolina. Listen, I'm all for Keystone Light. You know, like he, he, I don't know how much money he saved over there. You know, he might not be able to afford it. Maybe he, maybe he blew through his money overseas. You don't know. True, true, and like there's a lot of overseas teams that don't pay their guys, so maybe uh, maybe Scott Woods right. owed a couple paychecks, and that's why he's got to drink. He might have got screwed by one of those owners over there. Uh, <laughs> no, big big win for NC State. 
they need it. Their fan base needs it. Kevin Keats needed it. Um, you know, this is a team that under Keats has been like struggling, like to get over the hump. And and now maybe that gets them a little bit and they play Carolina at the right time. Like that's the one mm-hmm. thing they got Carolina at home at the right time, early in league play when those young guards are still freshmen. And if you get them in February, 20 games into the season, it's, it's probably going to be a, a different story in Chapel Hill when they play again. I don't know when that is, but I assume it's in a month or so um, because their guards are good. Like Caleb Love's a good player. He's just not ready yet, right? And and same thing with R.J. Davis. Like that's, that's going to be a really good backcourt. As I told you last night, the glaring omission for me from Carolina from what will make them a Final Four caliber team is somebody like a Zaire Williams like a big wing that can just make plays that can also defend big wings, but can, can you can give them the ball and they can make like those two guards just don't have that type of size and length to be able to get theirs whenever they want. And Carolina's bigs. I, I do like them. Like I think Sharp's going to be terrific in a he's, year. He's good. Really, really good. And I, think I don't Cassidy's think he's going to be really at Carolina good. in a year or two. What's that? I don't think Dayron Sharp's going to be at Carolina in a year or two. You're probably right. Oh, there's the beep. Took there it while. is. All right. It's finally a real pest bed stream, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Goodman notification. All right. That's a sign that we need to move on and start yeah. talking about tonight's slate before That's we right. get too long. Before I do that, I do have to tell you about uh, the official odds provider of the Field of 68 Media Network. That is DraftKings Sportsbook. The 2021 basketball season is officially here. College basketball is a month old. The NBA season kicked off last night. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. Trying DraftKings Sportsbook is easy, so what are you waiting for? Get in on the action now to celebrate the return of hoops. DraftKings is giving new players 101 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. All you got to do, bet $1 to win $100 if your team wins. And while we are all excited for basketball being back, remember, we got bowl season coming up. We got the college football playoff coming up. We got the NFL playoffs coming up. So uh, there are plenty of things for you to be able to wager on in the next couple of weeks. So head over to DraftKings Sportsbook app and check out all of their daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable. And it makes it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money. I can tell you that from experience. I've been using the app for the last two years. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FIELD68. That's FIELD68 when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code FIELD68 for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week week for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Jeffrey, we actually got a pretty interesting slate of games today. A whole bunch of Big East action throughout the day. We got tip-offs at 3. We got tip-offs at 5. We got tip-offs at 7. So, uh, I'm going to start with this. I think the best game of the day, and we lost Jeff. There he goes. No, I no, the right game I, of the day. I got <laughs> to keep you accountable. I got to so, write things down. You're so high tech over here. Uh, yeah, first exactly. game of the day. It's probably the best day, game of the day. We have uh, Creighton coming off of that win at UConn over the weekend, taking on Xavier, who is still undefeated, 
on the season. Yeah. That line is Creighton laying six and a half in Omaha. The total has bumped up uh, to 155 and a half. Jeffrey, talk to me about this matchup. Uh, Xavier's undefeated. I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like they should be getting a little more pop here. A little high for my liking. I figured it'd be close to five and a half or six. Uh, Having said that, I I like Creighton. I like Creighton given seven. I I got a seven right now, and uh, I just think they're the more talented team. I think when you play in Omaha, they're going to get up and down. I don't think Xavier can play with them uh, if they play that way. I think Xavier honestly wants to get it, make it a rock fight if they can. And I, I think that's going to be hard to do with Creighton. Creighton still hasn't played like Marcus Zagorowski still hasn't had that game yet. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's going to come today and, and in a tough matchup, right? I mean, Xavier's got MFers. They do. They've got absolute MFers on their team led by Paul Scruggs. Uh, and now they have Ben Stanley. And, and I love Fremantle. So I like this Xavier team. I just really love this Creighton team once they get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, 100%. The biggest concern, like you mentioned, is uh, Marcus Zagorowski, who, like, he's just he just been okay. good, man. Like, yeah, he's been average. I, if I would have told you back in October or in early November before the start of the season that the best point guard in the Big East through the first month of the season – was not Marcus Zagorowski, and it was Paul Scruggs, you would have laughed at me. Yeah. Yeah. You would have slapped me in the face. You would have told me that you're, I'm out of the field of 68. I'm no longer on the Best Bets podcast, and I have to find a new job somewhere. That's what you would have done if I would have told you that. Yeah. But it's the truth. Paul Scruggs, Scruggs has been there, – there's an argument you can make, I think, that he's been the best player in the Big East over the first month of the season. Like He's sure. been unbelievable. I mean, they're and, undefeated. First of all, yeah. they're undefeated. And again – Listen, the the win against Cincy wasn't overly impressive. Now looking back on it, but it's still a a you know a, a cross. It's a rivalry game, right? Ultimately, it's still a rivalry game. So well, let's just let's just go through their wins, okay? So they beat a Marquette team that won at Creighton and that has a win over Wisconsin, right? Yep. They beat Oklahoma by twenty two, yep. and Oklahoma was like a tip in away from taking Texas Tech to overtime last night. They beat Cincinnati, like whatever. Cincinnati stinks, but. That's a rivalry game, right? And they Bradley's won season. on they won in Cincinnati's home floor, right? Bradley last night should have beaten Missouri. If they if their guy hits two free throws last night, they beat Missouri in Missouri. Missouri's a top 15 team. Yeah, yeah. And and you gotta like Travis Steele. Anytime you're paying a bar tab. I was there <laughs> last year when they beat Cincy, and uh I forget the name of the bar right across the street. Dana Gardens. Yeah, that's right. He Dana goes Gardner. in there and pays the entire uh, like couple grand. He just uh, no. There's a video of it. He took. He has a stack this thick. Awesome of bills. The greatest thing ever on the bar. Yeah, like it's like um, a top ten move from a coach. Oh, it's elite. It's elite. Right. Uh, the yeah. So the, the I don't. I want to. I want to rewind for a second. I I I don't want to take a side here because I feel like I'm betting on whether or not Marcus Zagorowski is going to show up, and I, I feel like that's just kind of like you're throwing darts there. You're guessing. Yeah. For me, I think the over is absolutely the play. Um, the thing about Xavier this year is they've been like getting up and down a lot more. Yeah. They're spacing the floor. They're shooting a ton of threes. They have all of these shooters yep. around uh, Paul Scruggs. Like you didn't even mention Adam Kunkel getting eligible and playing now like that, that dude, he hit the game winner the other night. He did. So he did. Um, I, I think that 
Creighton's going to want to run at home. They're going to want to shoot a ton of threes at home. They're going to want to score at home. Uh, Xavier will have no problem getting up and down with them. That line is already moving in that direction. I, I, before we got on here, since we've apparently like started moving all of the lines every time well, we do they it, listen podcast, to me. Listen, yeah, that's what it bottom is. Bottom line is, if they're watching me, they should move the lines. Yep. All right. So uh, I, I got the over there. You are taking Creighton minus six and a half. I am. I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking Creighton. Uh, right. If you give me six and a half, I love it. Seven. Seven is the number I got. Yeah, it, it's it's six and a half at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. So, right. Um, Oregon minus two and a half against UCLA. The total there is one thirty eight point five. Oregon. I mean, like it just seems ridiculously low. Like I, I get it. They still don't have Will Richardson, and now Nefali Dante is out for the year. So listen. It's not like Dane Altman um, has all his his weapons at his disposal. He's he doesn't. But I just still listen, Rob. Call me crazy, but even when UCLA went in the run the second half of last year, I never fully bought in. I just I'm not a Chris Smith guy. Um, I, I I don't think I still think it's going to be another year or two before Mick Cronin gets in the type of kids that he wants to UCLA and the in the right mix. Right, because you got to. If you're the head coach, if you're Mick Cronin and you're the head coach at UCLA, the ideal mix is getting some guys that you would have gotten at Cincy, and then getting some soft, skilled dudes uh, from mm-hmm. LA. Like that combo, if you can do that, you got a team that that to me has a chance to uh, replicate some of the things he did at, at Cincinnati. So I, I I just don't think they're there yet. I don't trust them. I think they've got bad habits, uh, and with the the layoff. I think they got back into some of those bad habits. So I'm going to take Oregon and, and Dana Altman here, give them two and a half. Yeah, this is this is one of the ones. The, the process to me kind of would normally say you want to take the small road dog in a game where Vegas is valuing it as a regular home court advantage. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't think – that it, Vegas basically says that it's three points is what home court advantage is. And so yeah. if UCLA is only getting two and a half in Oregon, then they're kind of saying that UCLA is a better team. And I just – I can't get behind that right now based off what we've seen from UCLA. So I think Oregon laying two and a half uh, is the play here. Can I tell you what my favorite bet of the day is? Go ahead. Tennessee minus 32 and a half against USC update. And and now that I say that, it is uh, it has moved to 33. Um, but, the, I mean, Tennessee is just such – a buzzsaw defensively. Like your USC upstate is not very good. Like that's, and that's saying it nicely. Like they're outside the top 300 on Ken Palm. They're outside the top 250 in Ken Palm in offensive efficiency. And I don't know how they're going to score. Like to me, Tennessee this year is kind of what we saw Baylor be last year, where um, they are going to be elite defensively, maybe the best team in the country defensively. And if they are, if they're making shots, then like it's just it's impossible for anyone to keep up with them. So um, I just don't see how USC Upstate kid. I know thirty three points is a lot of points, and I think this game is going to end up being something like ninety to forty. Uh, I, I similar deal. Uh, I'm going to lay twenty four uh, and take St. Louis against uh, Kansas City. Kansas City coming off a tough double header against uh who was it rob kansas city christian or something the yeah, first something double like header in this in the history of college basketball maybe yeah. um so I, I like st louis coming off a loss i think st louis is really good really talented got like three dudes who, who are all league players on that team uh, i'll lay the 24 there so i have another one for you um and i want to see what your take is on this 
Uh, I kind of want to bet Washington State minus eighteen against North uh, Northwestern State. But I've told you not to. I've told you you but here's, can't say that with Washington. State. I know, but here's here's the reason why I want to make that play. Um, Northwestern State is playing their third game in three days. Yeah, yeah. They, they just played Gonzaga, Gonzaga twice, and they actually hung with Gonzaga in both of those games. They didn't get blown out, but this is their third game in three days in Washington as a team from Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I get it. I could also go the other way and tell you, hey, they picked up some some confidence second half last night. They they played. I think they cut the lead, didn't they? Didn't they outscore Gonzaga in the second half? Yeah, they did. They cut it to. I think it was down to ten at one point. Right. So, like, I I get it. I get it. Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with Mike McConaughey. Yeah, the the one thing I will say is that um, I know that you were talking about how like Washington State doesn't blow people out, uh, but their last two games they won by twenty eight points in twenty eight. Okay, points. so right. um, they, they can, yeah, they can run people off the floor a little bit when they when they kind of get in the mood. And they got this freshman. Um, they I don't I'm not Fa Abogadi. Yeah, I'm okay. I, the, I just, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Fa. If I got your name, that's, that's a that's a that's a tough one to pronounce, brother. Uh, but yeah, he's been really good, man. He's 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 someone to watch in the Pac-12 moving forward. And, and even though Kyle Smith wants to unsubscribe from our newsletter, uh, he is a very very good. All right, a couple more big games, and then I'm going to give you my my favorite my 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 favorite pick today is Georgia Tech at UAB getting points. How about that? Getting points, I believe. Uh, I think UAB's favored by two. Double check me on that one. I'm not. Right. I am not. I am not seeing it. Is it? Did I make this one up? I. I I'm not seeing it. I, I swear, I just saw this. Hold on. We're gonna, we're gonna keep it moving, Goodman. This is uh this is a professional podcast. I need you to be prepared before you come on to this. I, so, I, listen, last two last two lines that we're gonna talk about before you uh, start making up more games that are not happening tonight. It is. I have it. No, no, I have it in front of me. Georgia Tech's a three-point favorite. I'm sorry. It opened with, with UAB as a two-point favorite. It has now swung to where uh, Georgia Tech is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll still take Georgia Tech, given two-and-a-half. How's well, that? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, if you had the DraftKings Sportsbook website open right now, you would know that that game is not on the board at DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, I got I got lines here. I, I, I have a list of all the sportsbooks and the spreads. So um, that's why I'm cool. more prepared than you. I don't just stick with one. I, I've got them all right here just to see kind of where everybody is. Uh, so, anyway. Um, Illinois right. minus three and a half at Penn State. Villanova minus four at Marquette. What do you got? I'll take both favorites and and, and hope I win them both, but I probably end up splitting. Uh, I'll lay four with both, you know, Illinois at Penn State. I don't know. I just feel like Illinois has got to win this game, don't they? They've got three losses already. Mm-hmm. Like, they're clearly the superior team. I, I would take both favorites. Villanova, same thing at Marquette. Now, what Villanova worries me a little bit is that they're going on a little bit of a, a hiatus after this. Jay Wright has said to me, basically, they made the decision because they want to be able to bring the families in. They want to be able to see their families and they didn't feel comfortable sending the kids home. Uh, they canceled the game against St. John's so they could bring their families in. They're going to test the families. Uh, it's kind of a cool whole deal. So anyway, I'm going Illinois and Villanova. I'll take them both. 
How's that? Yeah, I, I like Illinois in a buy low spot after, um, you know, what have they lost? Two of their last three and coming yep. off the loss to Rutgers. Uh, I'm going to stay away from Villanova Marquette. That just seems – that's tough. Um, what I, about Rutgers or Ohio State before we, 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 we go here? I, uh, I, I don't have that because I'm in New Jersey. Um, what's the line? Uh, Ohio State, I think, is favored by one. Uh, in Columbus, right? I probably would take – Ooh, that's tough. I probably would take Ohio State there. Ohio State now up to two. Yeah, I, I think it. I don't love it. Honestly, I, I don't, don't love it. That's tough. That's tough. I that's also like uh, Seton Hall giving nine to Georgetown. I'm in that kind of fade Georgetown mode pretty much every game, and yep. I figure I'll win seventy five percent of those this year if I fade yep. them every single game. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I had that one written down too. Um, and the last one that I think that uh, I would recommend is um, Indiana minus seven and a half. Uh, selling high on Northwestern. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm so here's 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 what I actually am. I'm actually going to be betting. I have Indiana minus seven and a half. Yep. Tennessee minus thirty two and a half. Oregon minus two and a half. The Creighton Xavier over. And I believe that was. Oh, and uh, and and now I'm not going to take Washington State. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. All do right. It. So I got uh, Creighton minus six and a half. Oregon with you. St. Louis minus twenty four. Georgia Tech minus two and a half. Illinois and Villanova minus four piece, Seton Hall um, minus nine, and Indiana minus seven and a half. I can't believe you bet on a made up game. <laughs> I got it right here. It's right here. It's right here, Dan. You bet on a made up game. All right, Jeffrey. I know you got to uh, you got to go take a call. So uh, as always, appreciate you guys hanging out. Homefieldapparel.com. Field is sixty eight. That's the promo code. Later.